He's the city's most qualified beefcake. Yeah, I am. Wait a minute, who wrote this? Uh, that's clearly not important, because it's super accurate. <laughs> you bet it is. She's the city's most stylish and most smartest reporter. Okay, I think I know who wrote this. The handyman's just telling it like it is. Oh, that is so sweet. And true. I'm definitely the most smartest. Look, I really can't have you writing my lines. Uh, hey, come back. There's like four more paragraphs about her for you to read, buddy. No. Oh, I can read it gorgeous. Ooh, take it away, ladyface. Wow, this is like a lot. And you use the word sexy like 30 times. Come here, you big giant hunk of yum yum. Ooh. Hey, announcer guy. Ooh. Come back. We're way too busy for reading. <laughs> Together there, Henderson and Habner. Today's episode Reductive Reasoning. Now that you've both got warm cups of soup, tell the good Dr. Anderson why you're here. Yes, yeah! Yeah, um, I don't know if you know, but this is just water with, like, a ping pong ball in it. Mine is just a cup of candy corn. Simplicity makes the best soup. Oh, yes, indeed. Okay. So, uh, what do you think? Um, about what? The shoe. The one we brought here for you to figure out? Ugh, a doy. Oh, the shoe! Well, let's have a look-see, shall we? We shall. Oh, yes. I see. So what uh, are you doing? Science! And I must say, oh yes, that based on these markings of a grease or oil-like substrate, this shoe was in contact with a mechanical construct. Yes, yes, there, you have it. Ooh, cool. So what kind? Uh, what kind of what? Ugh. Mechanical construct. <laughs> you know, the thing you just said... Hello. Oh my, no. I have no idea. How would anyone figure that out from sniffs and ices? Let's don't be silly. OMG, are you kidding me? Are you totally kidding me? Because we came all this way. Uh, babe, we're only like a mile from your office. Look, Mr. or Doctor, that's what you think you are, Anderson, this is... Totally not enough information. Indubitably. I don't know what that means. It means that through all the curves and pitfalls of space and time, I agree, this is most certainly quite not enough information at all. Oh no! Yeah, but that's like, not helpful. Just finish your soup, yes? Then we shall discuss payment for my oh-so-very-intellectual services. Meanwhile, 
I shall ruminate upon the remuneration of my olfactory information. Ugh, just... Mm. Never mind. Babe, we are leaving. Indubitably. Yeah, it doesn't sound smart when you say it. It doesn't sound smart when he says it either. Hmm, that's actually fair. Okay. You're always welcome here, my friends. Mother always said a friend in hand is worth two in the bush. Or was it two in hand is worth three in the tree? Uh-huh, that totally sounds sane. Look, we'll come back later and check on your progress. Okay, bye. Wow, I think that guy made my brain hurt. This is a new sensation. I know. It's like he doesn't know what he's talking about, but then he just keeps talking and talking. It's weird. He's super annoying and never stops. How can anyone put up with someone like that? Ugh, right? I don't even know. I just can't even. There are no evens that can. I mean, who can? Who even? Like, what even ever? So what are we going to do? Go back to the newsroom? Um, that would be a no way. Interim Chiefy is never going to accept this. And she was, like, just there. So let's go to the police station. Hmm. Maybe there's some extra evidence we didn't steal. I like the way you talk about crimes. But not so much the doing of the crimes. Be careful, baby cakes. you get here, like, so fast? Because you were just in the newsroom. We're both wherever we need to be! Whenever we need to be there! Okay. Yeah, so this is highly suspicious. Oh, really? Yes, really? Oh, yes, really. I mean, <laughs> no one agrees as much as you two do. It's really creepy. How dare you! And you said I demand you get back to work! Dozens of Angelinos are going doless because of your failure to capture the marauding marauder! And Havner, I demand you get back to work. Possibly hundreds of Angelinos are going shoeless because of your failure to report on the capturing of the marauding marauder. Oh my god! Do you know what this means? Yeah. It means I'm not going to get my workout in today. And it's leg day. My poor quads. Don't worry. Daddy still loves you. Oh, poodle. I know you love leg day. But this... This is a national tragedy. Do you hear me? This is not what I was talking about. The only nibble of information we've gotten was from... Dr. Anderson. Hello. So we have to go back. Mother always said you'd be back. Look, uh, Doc, we, we hate to rush you and all, but this is kind of an emergency. Then do not worry your worrisome heads, for in the intervening time frame, I have cracked the case wide open. Really? So what did you find out? 
It is not what I found, but what the shoe whispered to me in my very own ears. Cronuts. Cronuts. So carby. Oh dear, yes. That does sound rather silly, doesn't it? I shall take a second closer listen. Uh. Quiet. Oh. Oh yes. I see now. It has in fact whispered. Robots. Oh, like those cute little metal dinner plates that zoom around on the floor for you? You know, to set your drinks on? No, no, no! Why, I suspect this is something far more sinister. Your marauding marauder is none other than a robot itself. Or maybe a super genius who controls the robots, it's hard to say. Robots! The only thing worse than ducks! Whoa, babe, all right, all right, all right, calm down. Yoga breathing. Look, if there's one thing I suddenly know about, it's robots. I saw this movie where this little one took trash and compressed it into cubes, and all of humanity was dead. Oh, yeah, um, see, that robot was so totes adorbs. Like, abso adorbs. But it totally didn't kill humanity. It was implied. Ugh, please. The only robots I remember are the ones from that movie where they took over the planet and they destroyed all of humanity with robots that looked like humans. And oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. What are we going to do? I don't know. Dr. Anderson. What? Okay. So you are going to come with us. Right now, to protect us from the robots. How would I do that? Aren't you a science guy? Indubitably. There's that word again. Oh, brother, pick up a dictionary later. There's no time. We have got a city full of the most gorgeous footwear to save. Then let us go. Things are about to get extra double mint sciency. Next time on Henderson and Havner. Abner starts therapy. Look, it's just... I try so hard. And no one ever gives me credit for the hard work I do. You should definitely give yourself credit. Look here. Just sign up and you'll get 20% off your purchase today. See? I knew you'd understand. Can you maybe let go of my hand? Oh, yeah. Um, sure. I just... I felt like we were having a moment. No biggie. And Henderson starts a new hobby. You know, I was thinking, the main thing is, I don't relax enough. So I thought, what's more relaxing than a campfire? Check it out. Is that a fire pit? Hey, have a marshmallow. You can't have that in here. But they're so, so mellow. You know, most people install a fire pit in their homes, not a radio studio. With real estate prices being what they are, it's elitist attitudes like that that are holding us back. It's making smoke. We need air to breathe. Jeez, okay. <laughs> what a spoil sport. They could have at least left me some marshmallows. Featuring the voice talents of Joe J. Thomas as Henderson, M. Sierra Garcia as Havner, Philip Weber as the announcer, 
Bill Young as Dr. Anderson, Anthony Fleece as Interim Captain, Veronica Louise as Interim Chiefy, and Melissa Autumn Hearn as the Sales Lady. Written and directed by Jeffrey and Susan Bridges. Assistant Director, Landon Bell. Henderson and Havner theme by Susan Bridges. All other music by Kevin McLeod. Henderson and Havner, created by Jeffrey and Susan Bridges. Copyright 2017, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.